0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: You're listening to heritageradionetwork.com, bringing you the freshest radio in Brooklyn since 2009. Hear directly from chefs to farmers. Artists to architects, authors to brewers, and everyone in between. Check out all of our shows on our website or by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes store. On behalf of everybody at HeritageRadioNetwork.com, we'd like to send a special thank you to the Hearst Ranch, our biggest supporter and longest-running sponsor since we first started in 2009. Hearst Ranch is the nation's largest single-source supplier of free-range, all-natural, grass-fed, and grass-finished beef since 1865, the Hearst family has raised cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of the Central California coast. The result is beef with extraordinary flavor that's as memorable and natural as the surrounding landscape. For more information, visit www.hurstranch.com.
2: Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea... Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear vision. They're too bad for radio and too good looking for television. And now, here they are. To pluck what the low hanging fruit of the literati, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. Hey,
3: it's Mike Edison here with uh, Judy McGuire. We're back. It's the Mike and Judy show. I gotta say, I never get tired of listening to that. Um, Judy, what's going on? You've got a lot on your mind today.
4: <laughs> mostly, I, what I have on my mind is. It was Mike Edison's birthday this week.
3: Oh, that's very thoughtful of you to remind everybody that I'm getting fucking old.
4: (laughs) no F-bombs on your birthday. I
3: can't help it, you know, no F-bombs. Yesterday, we tried to have a calm birthday party we went out with a bunch of the kids we went to see planet of the apes rise of the planet of the apes the new monkey movie
4: and um and
3: then we're that great and then we're gonna have pizza afterwards but you know one thing turns to the next it's his birthday song <laughs> and pretty much by the time dinner was over reliving apocalypse 2011 except with more liquor and pills <laughs> um so what's it like getting old for you judy <laughs>
4: I made Jack do that. Don't be mad at him. <laughs> it's uh well, getting old for a woman is much harder than it is for a man. Just, but there are more products available to uh to to sort of ward it off. I um I deep moisturized yesterday with a banana avocado mask.
3: The secret to my success as well.
4: <laughs> but but the most inf- but the the best product I discovered this weekend is called Nature Calls. I believe we have a phone caller, Mike. We have a phone. We have a caller I'll share our okay. product I with we how do even start? How even Tell <laughs> us no, crazy. no, 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 no.
3: Tell us about Nature Calls first, because I'm sure our caller will have something to say about this. Okay,
4: Nature Calls is this little. It looks like a little tube of ising, and you put three drops, two or three drops, in the toilet, and then it's poop activated. Poop so when activated, it's poop activated. So when you poop. All of a sudden, it doesn't smell like poop in your bathroom anymore. It smells like a pine cone. If
3: I wanted my poop to smell like pine cones, that's shit in the woods. Like you know what? Pulp.
4: When you live with a large man, it is it is like a product from God because he is like king of the poopers, and now it's just pine cone Central, which is... King of the
3: poopers? Judy, why <laughs> don't you want to introduce our, our, our guest
2: and get, get his thoughts on the uh, on the pine he will cone proudly. <laughs> that's a Richard Brodigan novel, isn't it? King, king of the poopers? Spiro
4: will, co- will um, be proud... Proudly be called King of the Poopers. He, he wants a title. Absolutely. Anyway, um, our guest today is an old pal of mine, Reed Paley. He has a new record out called Paley and Francis that he uh, recorded with Black Francis, who was, I guess, he still is in the Pixies. Yes. Um, it's out September 13th on Sonic Onion Records. Woohoo! And uh, welcome, Reed.
2: Well, it's great to be here, Judy.
3: Should we check out?
2: Happy birthday, Mike.
3: Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm ye old. Ye old Mike of the Mike and Judy show. You're young at heart. I, I'll yes. tell you, young at heart. Too old enough to know better, too young to care. Hey, uh, Jack, we really have a caller. He was
4: there. Oh, uh, I guess he, he passed he out. He was
3: there. <laughs> he was there.
4: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do yesterday? What was our caller about, Mike? Uh, Maybe we could just pretend.
3: Yeah, just just pretend. Um, well, you know, the, the controversy here yesterday. I was ranting and Call, raving. Caller's back on. Oh, oh
4: okay. Let's talk, uh, to him
5: I'm here. Uh, I'm here.
4: <laughs> Are you as hungover as Mike?
5: Uh, I think so. I don't know if I could manage a radio show this morning. So, um. uh, it
3: sounds an awful lot like my buddy Mickey Finn, keyboard player to the stars, who uh, you know was fading like a cheap suit at about three a.m.
5: <laughs>
3: What's going on, Mickey? Yeah,
5: yeah. Mike and Mike can still uh, throw down, even though he's an old man. So yeah, we had a good time. Right?
3: Uh, we were talking yesterday about the rise of the apes. I was the only one who walked away not loving the movie.
4: Mickey, you loved the movie.
5: Uh, I thought it was good. Um, We discussed it a lot afterwards. I I think uh, Mike's expectations are way too high for it, but um, apparently he sees a lot more of these things than I do. So. Listen, my oh, explanation
3: is i don't think this has to be a great movie. I just think it needs to be a good movie. You know, Hollywood doesn't need to be making like classics. They just some level of quality that's consistent that I can expect. Comedy should be funny. Thrillers should be thrilling. Love stories should be romantic. And ape movies should, you know, rise to the occasion what, of the I great. Mean, what, what are movies.
4: they supposed to be scary? You
3: know, well, my problem with this movie was the first two thirds of it were so cliche and so hackneyed, like every other fucking science fiction movie I've ever seen. It revolves around the serum that makes apes smart. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody you know not <laughs>
4: spoiling it for me pal
3: it's called but, tequila. but you know it's the same plot as like spider-man 2 of like we're ready to test it on humans no we're not we're ready to test it on humans and the guy goes off and he tests it on humans and then of course it goes bad from there i mean james franco should know better i mean isn't this what happened to william defoe in spider-man 2 he's already been in this movie it's just insulting to me as a moviegoer i just think he could take it a little further
4: mickey how are the effects <laughs>
5: Uh, they were pretty good. As someone who doesn't see a lot of Hollywood blockbusters like Mike does, uh, I hadn't been in a big movie theater in a long, long time, and I was uh, kind of freaked out because we were sitting really close.
4: With the and glasses? They start
5: show, you know, and they show like 80 million previews now after they show you 14 commercials for corporate products and then... Tell you not to talk and turn your phone off, and then there's like a half an hour of previews. For, but first
3: time I went to the movies in the big city.
5: Yeah, they're cut um. like well, yeah. I, I just don't go see the big, you know, Hollywood stuff. But I, I wanted to see this because I'm a Planet of the Apes fan, and it sounded like really interesting. Um, but this stuff is going <laughs> you at, at you so fast that <laughs> sometimes you can't even process it all. Because it's, you know, it's
4: just, so you might watch it again.
5: I may have to. I, I, I probably missed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't. And didn't, plus, we were we were bust. You know, it was like for Cause, you know because we smoked a joint the size like of a banana before we went in. And, probably, you know, in row, making a lot of you know snide comments about everything, <laughs> like we were fourteen year olds. You know.
2: Well, you know, it's 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 all right to have high standards for for ape movies.
3: I think so. I think you know, you know it's, it's an down important
2: down. metaphor for our time.
3: I think got to be I the, so. the gatekeeper. You, you got, of got any monkey songs for us today, Reid?
2: Uh, they're all monkey songs. They're all
3: monkey songs at heart. All right, I think we should get on with the. Uh, with our guest here how rude are we being yeah Mickey. not rude at all well, you want to hang on Mickey hang on for a while alright right. All right. We'll, 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 call, we'll call you in when, uh, when needed you will be our Greek chorus all right. of the day Thank thanks dude right.
4: <laughs> he does sound as hungover as you I boy. know <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> why was he calling in again
4: <laughs> to give a good review of the just to well, stand liked... up for apes He's He's a liked point, the ape. point. he liked the apes the apes it, okay, Reed. What are your thoughts on like cute little kitten videos?
2: <laughs> oh, they're, thats exactly what the internet is for.
4: I think so. I
3: think I'm a, I'm a little I'm tired about. of the uh, the cute animal. Me myself, look. I have two cats. They're adorable. My one cat is a vicious piano player. He's much better than any of these other <laughs> piano playing cats. He's very, he's got, you know. I think the problem right, right. with Mal- well, he's got an avant garde streak. You know, yeah. he's, a, he's a chromaticist yeah. actually, and you know, that's a little Harry Parch kind of yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. so it's just tone rows, yeah. and, you know, like that twelve tone rows. Um, so
4: you're you're jealous of the other cats? The cat's getting no, all the play? No, he I,
2: just doesn't like the hacky cats, you know.
4: Seriously. The, mean, the Billy cat, Joel piano cat The cat who they, jumps you know. into a box The Japanese have the best cute cat videos Oh, there's a baby in the studio <laughs> this, The show is just unraveling <laughs> completely oh, so, so, Reed, are you
3: on cuteness. tour with uh, the dude from the Pixies? The, the Black Francis, from, Black Francis. The Pixies.
2: Uh, Well, we're going to be doing some uh, shows in early September We're playing the Supercrawl Festival in Hamilton, Ontario Which is free, if you can get there It's outside of Toronto And we're doing a couple of gigs in upstate New York We're and in then, upstate uh, New York? Uh, Buffalo Albany. Ooh.
4: Albany's nice. we're opening Albany out. is we're, we're a, nice. We're opening
2: out of town. All, but nobody, I don't think anybody has said Albany. Uh, even you, William Kennedy doesn't you think You heard it here nice, first really.
3: on the Mike and Judy show. But by the way, this Albany is a show is nice. taking a straw poll who smoked angel dust and everybody's hand with Absolutely. <laughs> this is the show. So <laughs> Sorry. Albany Sorry. is nice. T- <laughs> the baby
4: smoked angel <laughs> dust. You know.
3: I haven't been to
2: Albany Lord. for years. That's awful. That's
4: awful. <laughs> oh, good Lord.
3: Come on. on the whole, on I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Well, well I grew up
4: in Rochester, New York. So compared to Rochester, New York.
2: Condolences. I
3: thought
2: you were Jersey girl?
4: Uh, we moved around a lot.
2: I moved around a lot. Yeah. And that's your story too, right? you moving around a lot, Reed? We were yeah, I just move, I'm moving around a lot right now as we speak.
4: I just claim Jersey because I went to high school there and I was born in Newark, so. Uh,
2: so you claim, but I think if you go to high school there, that's a good
3: reason to claim something. I went to high school in New Jersey. I've lived in yeah. New York City longer than I haven't.
4: Yeah, me too. You but, yeah. but you know what? Jersey, uh, Jersey gets a bad rap, deservedly so, but I have Jersey pride only because I feel like to pretend otherwise would be in... Dishonest, well, you're really. an honest woman. You're and I love Bruce Springsteen. And
2: you love Bruce Springsteen, you ah. know, They call him the boss, you know.
4: I, I know that. I don't really call him that because I'm an oldest child and nobody is the fucking boss of me. Oh, All right. <laughs> well, Fair no.
3: New, New Jersey Pride is sort of.
4: How? Mickey! Ow. Mickey passed Mickey. out on his phone. <laughs>
3: Uh, I tell you, it was like Apocalypse 2011. <laughs> like, he
4: like, it in the revisited. <laughs> um,
3: you know, well, I think the whole Jersey pride. It's you know, I'm a product of where I grew up. I grew up in a touch of New Jersey, which is only 30 minutes from here, really. I mean, it's closer than some places. Uh, you know, in Queens, I was here all, all the time. But mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty cent- central to who I am. Is having gone to a large public high school yeah. in New Jersey. It was like one big, you know, it was like 16 candles, you know.
4: Yeah, I went to a large like, public high school, and we're having a reunion. I won't say which one, because yeah. I am old. Yeah. Are you
3: going?
2: The
4: no fucking oh, good Lord. way. No way, right?
3: How do these people even
2: fucking find me? Why? Facebook. Well, again, you can be found, as yeah. I said. You know, I, mean, like that's, I don't even want to use the metaphor. See, and it's
4: all the kids who are less popular than I am, which is pretty unpopular, who are organizing it.
3: You had to be. I'm guessing you were very unpopular. That's very
4: extru- I was like extremely unpopular to the point where football players would throw me into lockers, and tell me I was oh, no. ugly. Oh, you're breaking my heart. You, New Jersey sucked you, in the yeah, early well, 80s. You, you were wearing a mohawk,
2: Well, you right? know, pretty much anybody who had a good time in high school yeah. is an asshole. Seriously. An asshole. Pretty much.
3: No, all these people, this is the best years of your life? Who the
4: fuck are these
2: people? Are the I have no money and, and I'm not getting yourself.
3: laid and this is it? It's going to be downhill from here? <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> way
4: it could get worse than it was in high school.
2: Uh, high school is wonderful. It's like a John Hughes movie. It's well. heartwarming. Yeah, no. uh, true.
3: I, I didn't start true. watching those John Hughes movies until I was out of high school for like 20 years. It was the first time I could, I was too close to yeah. it. They depressed me. It was like watching yeah. the, you know, like the Holocaust, Holocaust movie or something. <laughs> I'd watch, like, seriously, I, I was like we'll watching Breakfast Club. Bad. I'd be like, never
2: again, never again. Three O'Clock High, I think, is about the only high school movie that comes close to in some kind of strange, surreal way getting the vibe of high school. Is
4: there like, murder you know? in that movie?
2: Uh, no, there isn't um, murder in it, but there's, you know. Was there a murder in your brutality. high school? There was murder in my high school.
4: Really? No, I didn't have any murder.
2: Where'd you go to high school, right? Yeah. Oh. Where didn't you go to high school? Fuck. Oh, God. (laughs) I do not even want to say.
3: I don't even want to say. You know, I don't want to say. Man, this is a man with a mysterious. I cast,
2: am. I'm trying man. to be mysterious. It's it, my new thing. It's my new gleefully corrupt. Uh, you know, did, don't trust me, kind of a thing. There, this so, is, I have a problem. People <laughs> ask me a question. My my immediate urge is to tell the truth. I'm trying to kind of show circuit that Well, that's what that. you should do. Well, so they say. Well, you shouldn't Why let the truth
0: so get. So we have a
3: good story. So, so that's they say. for sure. So how did you uh, how did you connect? Uh, on this tour and this record tell us a little bit more about it um, and later of course you're going to play a song we're going to hear one at the break
2: cool um, yeah we're going to us... hear
4: one from the new record at the break and then Reed's going to close with one of his older songs
2: older songs yet another how, ray of sunshine how did you meet uh, how did you meet I like the joy I bring the sunshine
4: how did you meet Black Francis
2: we are the world oh that was uh, uh, in the 80s uh, my old band uh, the five the five yeah we're playing uh, at uh, Green Street Station and uh, A new band called the Pixies had been put on the bill, and uh, this uh, guy came over in a snorkel coat and said, hi, it's great to be on the bill with you. My name's Charles, so that's how we met.
4: He's a friendly uh, guy.
2: He is a friendly guy. He's a great guy, and I've known him forever, and wrote wrote a bunch of songs together, and uh, we ended up doing this thing. Kind of fell together last September.
3: I know how popular the Pixies are, and I have lots of friends who really adore
2: them. Uh, I could never stand them. You're, an, you're a minion of Satan. That's one of the best, that was one of the best fucking bands in the world. The know, first time I, I, I saw I him, I, 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 it, I, I was there. I and my bandmates th- were cuddled, huddled around me and going, mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is the matter? This is a <laughs> Cage really, really You know, really it's
3: good one band. of those things. I think the Pixies use not only that core changes, and I like Stone's core changes, you know? And that's sort of, well, sort of where it's coming, you know? Uh, you know, they sort of took the blues out of the whole thing, and I kind of lost
2: interest uh, in Oh, there's a lot of bluesiness in there. And not only that, but, you know I mean? There's a reason that he and I write songs together.
4: Mike, you... Yeah. You have to be nice to our guests. <laughs> you
2: really do, because <laughs> and I, his
4: friends. A yeah. tear is. I'm, I'm tearing
2: up right now. My lower lip is quivering for the uh, for the audience at home. I'm, I'm. I know. I'm sure we have
4: a lot He's of He's a sensitive fans. flower. A, Everyone loves the pixies. I'm a
2: fucking sensitive motherfucker. Everyone loves Although, Although the pixies.
4: Mike and I do both hate the Beatles. So. Deeply
2: influential. Well, you guys. Well, that's now, where, now where I, do you stand on the, the Beatles?
3: Because I know where I'd like to stand.
2: I don't mind the Beatles. You fucking know, Some of the songs are good. <laughs> and some of them are bad. Well, you know, I got a friend from Manchester who's you know who refers to Liverpool as the town that never got over the Beatles. Well, yeah. well,
3: true that. But I mean I just think yeah. you know with the Beatles, they did lots of good stuff, but their bad song to good song ratio is, is horrendous. Yeah. You know, for, the, for a relatively short few amount of records that they made, they made so many more bad songs than they ever did good songs. They're the, they're for the every band tax the band, man pop there was some obla oh di obla oh da. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for worse, for every yeah, for every that year that Blues, there were like five Maxwell Silver Hammers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, yesterday, but the I mean, children really, like that one. You know, Hey Jude.
2: And plus,
4: Hey Jude. Shit ever I saw my you life. nude. You
2: Don't should try like to that. Fake it. I
4: saw you naked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're made back, me back in high school in New Jersey again. No, that was and younger than really? high yeah. school. Okay. That used yeah. to make
4: me cry. I tell what, that's the Beatles are good
2: for. The Beatles are a good band for like infants and toddlers. Well. This is kind of, you know, it's, it's rock is music for the young people. Right? Uh, yeah, which I am not. Uh, anything I, I do, I, I, which is I, I, I why I'm rock. such a raging success. And you know. kids, get
3: off my lawn. Exactly. Hey, uh, let's take that a break. That old, let's old hear, man took my football. Let's hear a song from uh, a new record. Paleon Francis. record. What are we going to hear?
2: Paleon Francis is the name of the album. Uh, what are you playing? Are you playing On the Corner? Uh, yes. Second track. Yeah, this is a, I had a moment, I'm not really fanish, but at a certain point I looked up and I, I'm cutting the vocal. I go, wow, Spooner rolled him. Spooner Oldham. Spooner Oldham. You're familiar, you've familiar. you heard of Aretha Franklin? Spooner Oldham and David Hood. These are the piano player and uh, bass player that you will hear on the uh, the song Mustang Sally. They played with everybody there, part of the uh, the Muscle Shoals rhythm section. Legend- and with you Legend- legendary guys. Yeah, well, I, this was set up, uh, the producer John Tivin and uh, Mr. Black Francis, and uh, I'm brought along and did our songs. Uh, All right, let's, right let's hear it,
4: Jack. <laughs>
6: I've been standing out here on the corner I'm doing fine Right here, standing out here on the corner Just take your time You take your time Everything designed to make you holy Everything designed to make you sigh Let's take a swing It's not a magical thing just another look in my eye Just standing right out here On the corner And it's all mine Watch me standing out here on the corner Just take your time You take your time There might be something here to make you happy There might be a refrain But I can try And just when everything Is starting to sing You get another look In your eye I'll be living standing out here On the corner You take
3: your time all right, we're back. Uh, <laughs> that was Reed and Francis.
2: Paley and Francis, Palian you Francis. wise guy. Paley and Francis like, is a band. You-
4: are hungover today. Why don't you just admit it to our audience and repent for your sin in. Uh,
3: repent. I couldn't even gag back a beer in the shower this morning. My usual go-to. Uh, there. I was just facing that cold kind of Budweiser in the hot shower and usually it goes down so easily it sort of mm. gets everything balanced out. You know how sometimes there's too much blood in your alcohol? And, That's a problem. I have that
2: problem I couldn't sometimes. really
3: do it so I was stuck with uh, you know, Irish up the coffee and put on my game face and marched out here to Bushwick where um, at least I'm back on the Budweiser train You're now. You're a
2: brave man.
4: Yeah, you're well, usually a lot peppier here. Mark. You're a
3: man who knows a little bit about the hangover.
2: I yes. And exactly what, are your, what are your what are your hangover cures? Oh, uh, you know, I'll tell you one thing. Alka Seltzer.
3: I, I love Alka Seltzer is one of the I most brilliant it. things love known it. to
2: man. Gets the aspirin into the bloodstream very quickly if it's really awful. Yeah. Mineral ice all over your face and but your doesn't, neck. Doesn't gargle doesn't with chloraseptic.
4: Doesn't it kind of make you are gaggy? It.
2: Throw down a shot of tequila and get yeah, the hell no, back to out of the No, the very old fashioned. Um, yeah. but hats off, to doctors, out the and sultzers. Exactly, they
3: exactly. Didn't know what the fuck <laughs> they're doing. They're geniuses. Like, back it's, in, it's, back in it the really day. works. You know, it's it's old fashioned, yeah. but it really works. No. The only problem no. is that incessant fizzing.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you got put in put in the, the earplugs before you before you before you, <laughs> before you do that. Then, I know. Let it go. Leave the room, then return. Well, you know how I believe in the
3: is It's a very fundamental lifestyle component.
2: Yeah, well, I can see that. Yeah, it's very you know, it's kind of spa-like.
3: It is. Well, it is. It's that's it's really spa-like. how it starts. Sort of like you know, the spa, the punk rocker kind of Ford <laughs> You know, an ice cold kind of Budweiser, hot shower, and it's not just as a hangover cure, as you know, it's I mean, a way of life. It's a lifestyle component. I mean, there are plenty of times when you can really enjoy a nice beer in the shower. Um, just I'm, recreationally, as opposed recreationally, to therapeutically, I'm, right. I'm posting great numbers this summer. Yeah. He waved me also, Mike, how's that, Jack? You converted me. So, oh wow! <laughs> see, damn.
4: My editor at the Frisky does it wow. now. It's, it's, it's catching on. I'm
3: telling you, it's micro-trending.
2: Yeah. <laughs> micro-trending. Oh, that's very modern.
3: But, you know, I mean, it's like, sure, in the morning you want to chase the hangover, but also, hey, you know, you come back from your rehearsal, and, you know, it's hot, it's sweaty, you want to shower, you want a cold beer, it's the peanut butter and the chocolate moment.
2: Naked, wet, and drunk. <laughs> These are good things, apparently. Yeah. Beer on dry land is yeah. also good. Yeah.
4: I always drink bottled beer, so I'm always afraid to do that. Well,
3: safety first. I do recommend yeah. put it in a
2: plastic container. Yeah,
4: you know. that's like you it's don't a little complicated.
3: Hey, so yeah. do they, they sell beer on the new ferry? You were uh, raving before we got on the air about the new Brooklyn Ferry service. I
4: love the East River Ferry; it's my favorite thing. But no, they don't seem to sell serve beer. They they had like a coffee stand. There's also too many strollers on the weekends. But it's a great hey, probably ride. Probably just,
3: just nudge them; and just go overboard, right? I was no, saying. no,
4: because it's inside. At least the parents don't bring them up to the deck, because then it might be tempting. But no, there's a lot of people with um, strollers, and they don't really. People in Brooklyn don't really. Parents in Brooklyn don't really know stroller etiquette. They just think that pretty much they own the sidewalk. As I'm sure it's been complained about a lot. But
3: you know, the Staten yeah. Island ferry
2: uh, sells beer.
4: Yeah, that's it's a, actually that's a superior ferry because it
2: goes to Staten Island. Uh, you need uh, beer, and it, it is back, illegal and not ba- to, and, and not back to drink beer in Staten Island. You realize that there is an order. And it's still on the books You must be drinking beer in huh?
3: Well it's the only part Of the MTA uh, Public trans That sells beer I mean can you imagine If they sold beer On the C-train
4: did you see the Did you see the video this morning of the uh, the drunk guy with his uh, bottle of Hennessy getting into like a fight with somebody on, on the A train and um, everyone else was beating him up and somebody else took out a box cutter and the, but the guy was like unstoppable. He was so drunk. He, was, he had that drunk power, you know, where you can just keep fighting. Even oh, though. I know that power.
2: <laughs> it's great. It's I've a wonderful thing. Power. I was actually you, uh, too busy
3: looking at pictures of kittens playing the tuba. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's playing the tuba. You got any
3: seafaring tales for us, Read You got any uh, sea shanties? Sea shanties. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: weigh aboard a burden hour war. I wish I was a sailor. How's that? That's kind of a sea shanty. You know, know, as long
3: as uh, we're having the curmudgeonly show today, there's something in the paper here that really sort of um, got under my skin a little bit. It's the New York Post. Um, as everyone's been watching, the this whole debt crisis, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just like kids, like kids playing in a sandbox. It's so sad. There's no leadership in this country. And people think, you know, Obama's unpopular. How Popular? Do you think you know the fucking Congress is? What do they have like a zero percent approval rating? Like planets,
2: like Planet of the Apes. It's
3: it's, no
4: three D action, but with no three D
3: action. Anyway, so the post today they said the guy that downgraded the United States was triple A credit rating. The guy at Standard Pours that you know took us down to a double A. Their biggest complaint about him is he has a liberal arts education. He graduated um, from uh, Columbia, I, th- I think, with a you know a master's degree in literature. And to me, this was just an extension of what you recall when Obama was elected president afterwards. Like, we're sick of his Ivy League eloquence.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> don't want anybody who's smart. And this is, or and articulate. At
3: a time... Education was supposed to
2: be considered an asset, not a liability. No, it started years ago. Yeah, the demonization of uh, intelligence in our culture—you can look at it. it happened back in the '80s. It's uh, yeah.
4: absolutely. We we're so much happier bad. with a dumb dumb in the right, workhouse. exactly. That, <laughs> right,
2: you know, we want some drunk moron driving the bus. Someone
4: who almost died choking on a pretzel. Yeah. Hey, hey, Reed, I think we're gonna um, we're gonna close the show with a song of yours. Yeah. What what song are we gonna hear? And what um, record is it what from? I do you, What do you want to hear? You know what song I want to hear, but you don't ever play it anymore. The Angel song. But I think you're gonna play something that you actually like. Let's
2: <laughs> <laughs> this thing open here. There we go. Uh, I don't know. What's uh, uh, the anesthetist song or I'm not dead I'm in Pittsburgh? I'm not dead I'm in Pittsburgh. I wrote with uh, Mr. Uh, Black Francis.
4: Then let's do that uh, when it's His version of
2: it appears on Fast Man Raider Man, a fine album. And where can, we, in
4: where can we buy the Paley Francis record? It will be available on September 13th?
2: September 13th, yes. Can we get it at the Paley stores. Center? <laughs> I don't know. If I was related to those people, I wouldn't be hanging around with you, low life. I'd be out on a yacht somewhere. <laughs>
4: I don't know. Damn!
2: You know, it's like no serious, biz Well, you related to us. Well, look at me. Look at how I'm dressed. What the hell's the problem with yeah. you? Was,
4: oh, you secret trust was, funder. You yeah. live in Williamsburg like I do. Everyone has a trust. When fund. I yeah. moved Except to Williamsburg,
2: us. there were wild dogs on the water, on the waterfront. You know that. Right? <sighs> It's like I woke up one morning and I was living in the storeroom at Hot Topic or something. I
4: love that. I love oh, the God. fashions. Yeah, love no. the kids' fashions. I love the kids.
3: All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Reed Paley, why don't you play us out? Uh, once again, for the Mike and Judy Show, it's Mike Edison, Judy McGuire, our guest for Reed Paley. Uh, sing a
2: song, Daddy. Thank you both. All right. I'll do. I'm not dead in Pittsburgh. I don't want you to worry. I'm okay. Didn't want you seeing me this way
6: We tried to talk about it But we never understand We never really talked much anyway I might have found a place to call my Where all good sinners can get stoned You keep your holy vision Yeah, I'll keep my stupid pride You said I couldn't make it on my own Well, I'm not dead I'm in Pittsburgh And now I can't get out of town I'm not dead I'm in Pittsburgh They got me all strung up Come cut me down Like the weeds and all the cracks All my memories come back Like some Allegheny smack in the face It's all just one big monkey house to me Just living ain't the same as being free Don't stop and think about it. It'll only make you sad. Come put me out my misery. Well, I'm not dead. I'm in Pittsburgh. Where a man can lose his mind. I'm not Day, I'm in Pittsburgh. They got me suited up for a crazy time. Crazy. I'm in Pittsburgh, and now I can't get out of town, I'm not dead, I'm in Pittsburgh. They got me all strung up, come cut me down, yeah cut me down, yeah they got me all strung up, come cut me
4: This is Behind the Scenes Food News with Katie Kiefer. There's a lot of posturing and talking around raw milk these days and how great it is. But if you really want to get a full-on investigation into the pros and cons, the risks and benefits of raw milk consumption, here's a nifty website. www.RealRawMilkFacts.com dot com. It has a laundry list of FAQs, along with information from studies and reports from American and European science communities. If you flirt with raw milk consumption, this is definitely worth taking a look at. This is Behind the Scenes Food News with Katie Kiefer.